0: I am joined by, well, some of you may know him as the son of Phil Collins, but to most of us, he is the drummer for Better Strangers. Introducing Mr. Nick Collins. Yes. Thank, thanks for having me, man. Thanks so I, much. I'm, I'm cool. Cool. No, you're welcome. See you later. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming on, man. Um, it is a real pleasure to have you here. I have seen so much um, footage of you as a drummer. Um, because you're a musician in your own right and also um you know you did the last ever genesis shows with your dad I've, I've got to ask how was that experience musically emotionally like how was that for you
1: yeah well first of all thanks for the kind words it's very nice of you to, stop to say it. come on <laughs> stop making it. me blush <laughs> um but no no it was great man it was honestly it was it was really special i mean it's been kind of i started playing with my dad uh like his solo band back in uh 2017. well we had done some charity gigs but his real tour was 2017 and sure. and that kind of progressed into eventually doing the genesis thing so it was really special i mean like for multiple reasons i think for the first thing is that you know uh as a drummer you know playing that, that material uh, night in night out was just you know it was great it was so much fun playing with those guys in that band they're just you know fabulous songwriters and that was what was cool was being able to at least like for me as a as a individual i come more from like wanting to be a songwriter than than anything else so seeing seeing their take on it and all those parts that they wrote and just like how they approached it without necessarily it being all like you know theory and all that kind of stuff like just just being able to write those songs and those parts was really great but also being able to share that with my dad you know i mean that ended up mm. being his his last shows ever yes. um i mean not only him but also you know genesis in general mm. so being able to you know be part of that you know let alone you know as an individual but just like being able to share that with them was just really cool and special um and it was great i mean the shows were awesome it was it, it was kind of a celebration by the time we were doing it because it kept getting postponed because of, COVID. of course of course you know, it got postponed like twice <laughs>
0: Do you, do you think there might be a, a a Spinal Tap moment within Genesis in that they might go? Do you know what? Let's have one last last tour. Do you think they, that that could
1: happen? I mean, who knows? I mean, like that, like that kind of what it felt like uh, this one. I mean, Daryl, the the touring guitarist who's been with them for like forty forty five years or something, he um he said like he thought two thousand seven was the last time they <laughs> do it when, when yeah. they did their their reunion tour then. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> you know but I guess they're older now so who knows mm. I mean it I you know at least for now and, and you know to me my 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 dad's time on stage is kind of done mm. but you never know you know what I mean you, you, you it, there's always you can never say never and that's kind of the reason he still end up going on the road even when he did his solo thing you know he said he was sure. done and he missed and it you know, an- so.
0: yeah of course I, I've got to ask you on a on a a personal level um And I feel I can ask you these sorts of questions because, you know, I felt we clicked when we were, when we were kind of chatting um, on, on email Um, does being the son of arguably the most famous drummer in the world, does it have its cons as well as its pros? You know, are there anything and have there ever been any times when you thought, you know, oh, for fuck's sake, I, I just wish I was kind of doing my own thing and I, I I wish that you know it wasn't always you know Phil Collins is my dad I don't know I full named him you don't go up to him and go hey Phil Collins you obviously said dad but like you, you know what I mean, yeah no I mean it's 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 definitely something that like when I was a kid it was never
1: like I never it was never a big deal when I was a kid um, because he was just my dad you know I sure. I saw him like do his tour in like two thousand four and that was kind of. It, for the most part, I mean, I saw like one of the Genesis shows, two of the Genesis shows or something like that when they did the reunion. Um, But to me, he was just my dad. I think it was more when I really started getting serious about music that you could just kind of pick up that like people had this expectation. But it was more so when I was like 16, 17, um, where you just, you know, people have this expectation. They want you to make a specific genre of music. They want you to do this. Um, but now I've come to the point where I don't really pay attention to it. Like it's, cool. it's, it's, I look at it more in a positive way where, you know, I'm so, so proud of like what he's done and that's great. And I'm, you know, so honored to be part of, I guess, his legacy. Right. But, you know, I'm not going to like it, what people think or what people expect doesn't really affect me anymore. I don't really care. And
0: you, you listen, man. You're, this is coming from from a drummer as well. Uh, I, I think you're you're a mm-hmm. fabulous player. I think you've got um, an amazing approach for you know such a young guy. Um, you've got an amazing approach to to the drums, and, and I, I really enjoy your style. And what I kind of noticed is it it is very very different to your dad's. And I think that when you listen to Better Strangers and when you listen to Genesis, you know you you can tell that you guys are musicians in your own right. And I definitely Get what you're saying about you know being a musician in your own right and kind of following following your your own path. Um, Thank you, man. Stop it! You hang up. No, you hang up. Come on. Um, I've I've got to ask. Having and this is going to be my kind of final question regarding that kind of uh, situation for you because I want to talk about your band, but I've referenced Spinal Tap once and I'm going to need to reference it again. What was the most spinal tap moment of touring with Genesis?
1: Oh God, I got to think about that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the obvious one is when we played Cleveland and I was like, hello, Cleveland, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that, I, I, like that was, I had to do that. Um, no, I mean, I think, I think, you know, like there's, th- every now and then you'd have a little issue with the production where like okay. I don't know light wouldn't come down or stonehenge is too small ex- exactly you know <laughs> or like when they're in the eggs and they're trying to break out like that <laughs> thing yeah, there, there's there's quite a few i mean you know all the all the traveling and going through security that's kind of very mm. spinal tappy because it's just like that that's really the hard work of, of being on the road with especially with a band like that i mean like you know don't get me wrong the 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 scale of touring is very you know luxurious and better to like what you know i do with my own band for example so i'm not going to go and you know complain about and take it for granted but the travel and getting to the gig is the is the work but playing the show itself is not you know what i mean so all that of you know just the kind of hurdles that you go you know when you're on the road that's just all I mean, Spinal Tap is one of the most accurate movies ever, really. Right. It's just
0: like- right. And and the second one is coming out in 2024. So that's just gonna be sensational. Yeah. That's gonna be mad. Um, listen, you you you're 21 years old, um, and you know, you've accomplished so much in your life. You have had the ability to see the music industry through very different eyes you know we with regards to your dad and his success but also with regards to your own band Better Strangers and their success and I wanted to ask you because I got the impression just from kind of chatting to you online that you're you're a very kind of wise head on young shoulders I don't know if anyone's kind of ever said that to you before but I wanted to find out from you if you thought that the though you probably don't remember a world without it has the internet been something that has been positive for bands whether they're on majors or whether they're emerging or do you think it's uh, been an, a tool that's been implemented negatively i mean it's it's totally
1: for me it's totally down the middle it's the same way that i feel about like streaming services and stuff like now it's it's great i mean you know bands wouldn't be able to survive without the internet the fact that you can reach so many people the, you know that you can just be so like connected to fans and stuff mm. like that wasn't a thing back in the day. So, I mean, especially like when, when my dad was, was growing up, I, you know, stories he's told me of like, you know, early Genesis days, they're totally different. But then again, you do, because it's so accessible, everybody mm-hmm. wants to be in a band and everybody wants to be a musician. So there's like so many people who want to do the same thing. Sure. And it's come to the point now where like, it's a great tool, but like, it's so much luck now, I guess, like involved in in like making it, I guess. Mm. And like, especially when, you know, with like TikTok and stuff, like you've got to play this game and it's very rarely about the music anymore. It's yes. always, it's about how you've marketed it. And that's kind of unfortunate. But then again, like the fact that you can release a track independently on Spotify and potentially reach millions of people, that's, you know, that's beautiful. And that wasn't a thing back then. I th- Like back, you know, even up until it seems like the 90s, the only way you could release a record is if you were signed to a label, you know, you were Mm. like, you were big enough and you had to go through all those things to be able to even put out a song, whereas now it's just easy. But then again, that's probably why we get a lot of crap music too, because everybody
0: can just do it. (laughs) It was, I think it was already an oversaturated market music industry, but the internet has just made things, you know, a hundred times busier. And, and, but as you say, the, the pros and the cons are, are for, for me anyway, they're, they're certainly v- very kind of prominent, you know, you, you, bands aren't making as much money, but it is easier to get music out there. You know, just looking behind you 30 years ago, people would have to go into a studio and actually use the equipment that is just in your house. Ha- I'm assuming that's your house and you have not just broken into someone's house with a yeah, cool room. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought the scenery was cool. Yeah. So I just, you know. <laughs> um, Your your band, Better Strangers, have a brand new single out. Um, It's called But I Don't Know Your Name. For me, I I shared it on Instagram because I thought it was kind of gritty. It was dirty. It was grungy. It was raw. Um, Has this style of music always turned you on or have you kind of gone through the ranks of liking, you know, I I don't know, the, the more progressive stuff that you've been brought up with or even, you know, completely different genres of music?
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, like it's it's been such a it's been this really cool thing that that I've shared with uh, two of my bandmates, uh, Yang, who's the bass player in Better Strangers, and then Joey, who's the guitar player. Like we've been in bands together for like seven, eight years, you know, on wow. different different things, and so we've really grown up as 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 musicians and just like as people together. And so you go through different phases of bands you listen to. So I mean, like yeah, like rock rock music always kind of you know. You know i always had a thing for it but there's different bands that you listen to and and i think a song like but i don't know your name was you know with ricky our singer mm-hmm. when he joined about two years ago or something you know that the the genre and the sound that we had kind of slowly got a bit more defined mm-hmm. but even now like the the stuff we're writing i mean but i don't know your name was written almost a year and a half ago or something and sure. it's just, you know it took us a while to just put it out and we've actually got another song, um, which is all done. Music video is done. Uh, track is done. So we're hoping to release that in the next month or two. Nice. So, but, you know, it's like, even from then till now, there's still a progression of like st- different things that you're listening to. I mean, I, I definitely think that being on the road with Genesis changed my perspective on, on you know, drum parts and, and you know, that yeah. specifically, and just getting, you know, listening to more bands in that kind of progressive world where that's mm. now become a bigger part of our sound as opposed to a song like but i don't know your name like the newer stuff is a bit more on that wave but you know it's 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 just like that's like to me like that's the equivalent of practice for me like i don't you know i don't love sitting down and getting a practice pad and doing stuff it's it's me it's just more listening to different bands and different music because the song like her Name has got a lot of like Nine Inch Nails in there. It's got a lot of, you know, there's a very hip hop influence and cadence with the vocals, for mm-hmm. example. Like that's just all kind of like mixed of like stuff that you just listen to and that you just become familiar with.
0: I was going to ask you when you're talking about kind of the influence behind the song that the band have just released. For you, Nick, who... Is your kind of biggest influences. And I, of course, am more than aware that your your hero and your friend was, of course, Taylor Hawkins. So I I, I suppose I was kind yeah. of expecting that answer. And I just want to pass on my, my condolences, man. That was a that was a, an event that just shocked the world. So my condolences to you.
1: Yeah. No, it's it was it that was rough. That was on the that was actually the day of the last Genesis show ever, mm. um, which was like it was just weird, felt like a, like when I woke up and it was like, my girlfriend told me and I was like, what? Like, I, I was just like, it was just, it wasn't ready to process that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, Taylor was like, the thing with him is, is he like, was one of my childhood heroes, like right sure. from the get go. And, you know, like I, you know, have grown up listening to Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. like, you know, and still to this day are like one of my favorite bands. And he had such a huge impact to, like from the playing to even just the way he sets up his drums. Like I, mm-hmm. I take so much inspiration from the way he even set, set them up, you know? Um, and then I got to, you know, we, we met in like 2018 and then just kind of kept this like, you know, relationship where he'd call me and I'd call him and we just, we kept in touch. And it was just, it was special to me cause he didn't, he didn't need to give a shit. Yes, but he did. Yes. you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that was the thing that was special to me. That I like, other than the fact that he was my hero, he always just like it wasn't like, it didn't feel like that. It just felt like I was talking to any other guy. You mm. know what I mean? And he was interested in what I was doing. So it was just like it. It was. It was. I was so. You know, I'm. I'm honored to have been able to share that friendship with him. But obviously, I mean, I'm. I'm. It was tough on everybody that that knew him or that was connected to him like I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I even can fathom the pain that you know his bandmates feel or that dave feels you know but uh he's always been such a huge part of my playing and it's in every you know every like song that we write there's always a bit of Taylor in there i mean like you know my favorite drummers it's a list that just keeps keeps growing <laughs> you know what i mean like whether it's John Bonham or or oh, Danny man. Carey you know what i mean like those guys but there's always going to be like, you know, Taylor in there from, from anything that I do,
0: you know, as a, as a friend of Taylor Hawkins, and I I know that we're kind of going off on a bit of a tangent here, but I wanted to ask you kind of, you, you were his, his, his friend. Is it, is it too early? And I say this, I suppose with the most amount of respect, is it too early for us to speculate what the Foo Fighters may do in the future? And, or, you know, who would replace Taylor? Because I was kind of often thinking you know, would it be Dave? But then I kind of thought, well, actually, you know, Dave wants to be in, in, in the front and, and, and that's, you know, Foo Fighters is, you know, Dave is at the front. Um, I wondered if you'd had any thoughts on who may kind of, yeah, I, I have no idea. I mean, it's, it's like,
1: I, I can't, you know, um, I don't know what their dynamic was, you know, like as a band, cause I feel like in mm-hmm. any band, there's always a few members where it's like, if so-and-so wasn't there, like the band wouldn't be able to do it. You know, you Mm. see like a lot of bands, like for example, when, when John Bonham passed away. Yes. I was just about to say, say. you know Mm. what I mean? So who knows? I mean, the, 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 the thing is, is to me at least like the Foo Fighters were like that connection between Dave and Taylor was always such a special thing. You go to the show and you can just feel that, you know, like, and it was like, Taylor was such a big part of that band and just like the sound and the live experience. Like I always said like, like, and I noticed it more, um, when he passed and I started looking back through at videos of, of, of him. It's just like, he was so dramatic as a drummer and it was just oh, everything yeah. you could want to be like, it was so much showmanship and like, you underestimate how important that is when you're Definitely. like watching it, but then you go back and you're like, man, like that guy is totally, you know, th- there's, there's nothing worse than looking at a drummer who looks bored. Mm. And he was always like, it just looked like he was animated. Yeah.
0: 110% every, you know, measure. But, I think um, he always seemed for me, and I know this is an interview about you, but I just, you know, when it's drummers, man, it's, it's just, it's open game for anyone. For me, Taylor always seemed like one of those drummers that was so loose in their playing, but also so precise in every note that was hit and every drum that was hit. And I, I, I you know, I think it's a, a style that we, we won't hear again, perhaps for, for a really long time. Um, what would your advice be, Nick, to a, an artist, a musician, a band that would want to follow in your footsteps and would want to become, you know, in a band that really was climbing the ladder to success? yeah i mean i think the first
1: thing is is if you're really commit like like you're gonna know if it's if like you really believe in something like like if if don't stick around in something if you don't really believe it's gonna work out but if you really do then you just can't you can't give up on it and you got to keep going and pushing because it's so hard to make it but if you've got a product that like you're confident enough and and you're you know you're proud and you know you want the music to do well and you think it can do well it It'll work out you just need to find the right pieces to to kind of accommodate that and i and I think it's it like spending time with with bandmates and and writing stuff like that's the most important thing that's the most important thing that's ever happened to to our band and and we're not you know nowhere near being a big band, but like we spent two years or so without a singer um yes. and so the three of us as musicians just like wrote stuff like for two years and a lot of that sucked like a lot of it was terrible (laughs) because like we didn't have a singer so we were like doing like you know stupid time signatures like 50 guitar layers like stuff that because would you know it was just not great there's nothing wrong with instrumental rock bands you know liquid tension do it very well yeah but that period of time like allowed us to kind of you know know what we want and Mm -hmm. now like you know it's you you just grow this confidence that you have in your other bandmates and and this like that you can rely on them all the time. So I think really it's, it's finding, you, you know, it's, it's hard to find your guys. And I remember my dad telling me this, he said, Nick, you're very lucky that, you know, you found your, you know, your people at such a young age, which I, mm-hmm. I do think I, I have, because like, you know, like, y- you know, the Yang and Joey as, as musicians, and obviously Ricky as a singer, but like, it's like, those guys, like I can totally rely on them to do whatever, um, on their instrument. Like it's, I don't feel like I'm like, man, you know, we'd be better if you were just a bit better at your instrument. You know what I mean? There's never any of that. Like they're, they're so solid that like you grow this familiarity and, and reliability on them where, you know, it's, I think it's finding that is such an important part and just really, you know, ironing it out and, and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, working at it because that's, that's the thing is it's, it's a lot of work. And especially now where like so many things go viral and so many you know so many artists just blow up out of nowhere it's so easy to like lose confidence in it and just Mm. be like like clearly clearly it's never going to (laughs) happen but you just kind of have to just keep going Mm. and if you're like especially now it's like if you're confident enough in the music and in the material then you know why why
0: wouldn't you keep Mm. going you know yeah 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 no definitely definitely um in in i suppose in in that what you're saying what what is next for you you know do you do you are you gonna you guys gonna be kind of hitting europe i know you were recently in the uk um but do you have plans to kind of come back and and tour with the band what's what's happening yeah so we got the new single coming out uh soon just
1: figuring out like the best way to release it but other than that i mean we're 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 hoping to do a run of shows um in August, September, whether that's in the US or or in the UK or Europe, who knows. But there's definitely plans on going back to, to Europe, um, you know, hopefully by the end of the year. Uh, sure. There's a few, like, few periods of time that are a bit busy. I'm doing some projects with with some drum stuff. But other than that, like, you know, we that's the goal is just to keep going on the road and, and keep doing it and putting out tracks. And hopefully after this song that comes out soon, you know, it's not that long until the next two, are coming out we were having a talk about it today actually so yeah i mean it's exciting and we're, we're trying to put out material and and like i said you know with like some of the songs that we've been writing like it's trying to get through all the songs that we've written that we believe in until yeah, we can yeah, get yeah. To The new stuff that we're writing you know what <laughs> i mean it's like you gotta like ride the whole wave but yes we're getting there and um you know it's exciting that we're gonna be able to start putting out stuff like the next song is a bit more of a uh a bit more of a chill kind of um okay.
0: Yeah, because, you know, it, the, song. the last single was, it was like a, like an onslaught. Like it was, it was almost like battle music, you know, that was, it was <laughs> a strong sound. It's like a sort of like a musical bulldozer. So yeah. I guess like, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. But to have that contrast in your next release will be a really interesting listen i think
1: yeah that's so uh, yeah the what's next is is a bit more like a cha- you know change of pace but still something that we think has i mean it's, it's still, it still ends up getting you know getting a bit uh loud <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you yeah. know it's 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 definitely got a bit more subtlety and and um you know stuff to it and then the next songs are going to start you know getting into that more kind of progressive uh sound of the band which is exciting for for us because you know you get to play it live and and we yeah been, yeah sure that's probably the other thing that i would tell Uh, bands that are trying to make it is you got to play live like it's such a it's such a clear like um, gap between bands who just like are you know they'll put out a single do really well and you know they're big on tiktok but then as band that's like cut their teeth out on the road because like for us for example we we had put the better strangers had put out an ep like uh, a year ago a year and a half ago uh we took it down because it was just like there was a change in sound it was like you Mm. know label stuff whatever but like that all that the whole EP was written during COVID, so okay. very studio stuff. Like I don't know, like like I was yeah. talking about all these layers and and just you know a, a genre of music that as soon as we started playing the songs live, we were like, oh I don't I don't know, this isn't as good as we <laughs> thought it was. So like all the songs that we're playing now, like have to be trialed live. Like okay. that like that's become a criteria for us. So I think that's so important for bands to just get out there and mm, and just yeah. get real reactions to their songs, like because that that's what's important, right? I mean if you get it through a screen that's fine with, you know, nice headphones but when you're at a show and you get sure. to see like, you know, the the rawest
0: reaction to what you're, you know, what people think of it, that's great. When you say to see a band live, and I want to pick your brains on this. Uh, do you mean I, I I know what you mean, but I'm I'm asking this to to, to be a, a bit of a dick. Um do, do you mean you know, to just go on stage and and perform it live like without a backing track and um, without playing to click and be really raw or you know what what is your definition because for me if I go and see a band live and they've got like 50 different backing tracks they've got you know um vocal harmonies that aren't actually being sung they're being mimed. I'm kind of a bit like uh, this I, I may as well just listen to the CD
1: yeah well I think I think like for me at least and I know for the guys in the band like we don't go play live because like we have to, like ultimately sure. the only reason we do it is because we want to play the songs. Like, you know, like we just have fun playing with each other. So like for us, like the, 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 the most, like, like for example, but I don't know your name has a drum loop. Like that's, yeah. that'll yeah. be the extent of the backing tracks that we sure. use is just, you know, a loop that has to be there. Cause that's what the song sounds like. But for us, it's like, if we can't, for example, like vocals and stuff, like if we can't do the harmonies to help out Ricky, then, can't do the song or we got to find another way to do it so i think like it really depends from band to band. i mean like you said like i think people notice when there's a lot of yes stuff and and i think bands underestimate how much people notice because it's like all it takes is just looking at the stage and be like how how the hell have you got a keyboard triggering when you've only got four guys and nobody's (laughs) like you know it's it's not difficult people are stupid yeah and so i think like you know, but everybody has their their. You know, there's there's great ways to incorporate electronics in in your stuff. Hundred um, percent. At least for us, like we've never wanted to play to a click other than like you know that song specifically having a drum loop, like because yeah. it's just it, it it doesn't become fun, and all of a sudden you got to concentrate about like oh my god, am I dragging? And especially if you're playing like clubs, you you never. You're never guaranteed perfect, you know, in no. your mixes. So, like, it can just fall apart really fast.
0: I guess I don't have a problem with, you know, I don't have an issue with drummers playing to click. You know, I, I, I think my issue and was was more of like, I don't think bands that play to multiple backing tracks are actually giving the fans what they want. You know, I, don't, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with maybe two or three, but when it's like just constant backing tracks you may as well be watching bands Mind*, but that is my opinion and i know that so many people are going to disagree with that but that's just and i also know that i referenced cd earlier rather than stream so i'm i'm, I'm definitely definitely show my age Um, thank you nick so much for coming on it has been yeah, really absolutely, cool to man. Talk it's been to a you fun chat stop it come on um but um when when you come to the uk Um, I think we should drink 18 pints of beer before you go on. Um, Let's make it fun. Um, I hope there definitely can't be a click track then (laughs) if we're doing that. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but genuinely best of luck with everything and it will be super cool to hang out. Absolutely, man. Thanks again for having me.